This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 805, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, August the 26th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 805. It's our Comic Reviews episode. This time we're taking a look at some of the selected releases from the week of uh, August the 26th, which seems so long ago because I'm recording this on September the 6th. So uh, these books came out, what, 11 days ago? Uh, I just hadn't had a chance to actually record a Reviews episode podcast. Um, So this is finally getting to it. Um, so actually, I ended up having uh, more books to talk about this week than I originally anticipated. Um, just as as the time went on that I didn't have a chance to podcast, I at least had more time to read. Um, so some of the books that did come out on the 26th include the following. Uh, we have uh, 2020 I, Wolverine, Action Comics, Amazing Spider-Man. How did I miss that? I should have read that already. Uh, Batgirl, Batman, Superman, Batman Beyond, Deceased, Hope of World's End, Daredevil Annual Number 1, Detective Comics, Empire Avengers, Empire Captain America, Fantastic Four Antithesis, uh, Helligans, Iron Man, Legion of Superheroes, Spider-Man Noir, Star Wars Dr. Afra, Suicide Squad, Teen Titans Annual, uh, X-Factor, and X-Men Godless Man Kills Extended, uh, extended Cut 2 of 2. Uh, so what did I read? Uh, so I read five books. Uh, first up, we got Batman The Three Jokers, which I absolutely loved. Obviously a higher price point. It's Black Label, age 17+. Uh, this is probably the most gorgeous book I've read in a long time. Um, the story isn't quite as strong as the art, uh, but it's got, got a lot of content. I mean, even just the first number of pages are really just, um, you know, Bruce getting stitched up and, um, you know, worked on by Alfred, and we have a shot of all the different uh, wounds on Batman's back, and we get this kind of see, you know, how they were all kind of incurred, whether it be Catwoman slash uh, the Riddler, you know, heating up his uh, his question mark cane or Bane breaking his bat, uh, Batman's back, uh, Killer Croc biting him, uh, Scarecrow stabbing him with a, a fork, uh, a pitchfork, um, you know, other people like shooting at Batman and, and shots going through all the different times that uh, the Joker has stabbed him, stabbed Batman with things or sliced him with cards or shot acid at him, all these different things. Um, it's kind of it's crazy. Uh, it's interesting also that during... You know, the release of Three Jokers, we also have the Joker War going on, and which is kind of a, a bigger, you know, a very big, bombastic Joker story. And yet this one is so much more intimate, and I would argue is, is a lot more effective as a result, um, because it's not about big, showy flashiness. It's about, you know, the, the intricacies of the Joker and the people he's impacted in, you know, while he's been around, whether that be, you know... Um, beating up Jason Todd with a crowbar, shooting uh, uh, Barbara Gordon. Um, and, you know, it's just such a huge impact on what these these events incurred. Um, so reading this is just, just a gorgeous book. It's gorgeous to see uh, all these characters. Like Jason Fabok, he's been gone for years, it feels like, because he's been working on this book. And it looks like all that time was definitely not wasted. This is, as I said, one of the most gorgeous books. Um, I loved every every bit of the artwork. I mean, I can only imagine what an original piece of artwork would be uh, would run for Jason Fabok from Batman Three Jokers, considering how how highly touted this miniseries was going to be. Um, you know, I, I can only imagine how much how expensive it is to get a hand get your hands on some original art. But man, that would be gorgeous because um, yeah, everything about this. Like, I, and I don't even know how this Three Jokers. Uh, is really going to end up coming together, and I hope it does. Uh, this is, you know, as the first part of the mystery really works, and it's interesting to kind of see how the Joker's portrayed, how the different uh, different three Jokers are actually uh, 
shown. Uh, the ending is, is is kind of stark and and, and startling, but uh, yeah, no, just incredible, and uh, not what I expected from the end of the issue at all. And uh, yeah, I'm just really really interested in this, and I loved it, and I thought this was you know. I feel like they really stuck the landing on at least on the first issue. It sets up some great mysteries. Uh, the characters are really well written. Jeff Johns has a handle on what he's doing here, uh, and Jason Fabok is the absolute star. Um, I mean, I think the story's fine. I don't think it's maybe the best Batman story, but I guess we'll know when it's over. It's one of those things where sometimes you know the setting up setting up of the mystery is one thing, but can you really pull it all together in a way that's you know very uh, enjoyable, entertaining, and really uh, speaks to those characters? I don't know. It's too early to tell. So far, I'm definitely riveted, uh, but the art is, to me, the big star here. Um, so this was just such a fantastic read. Uh, moving from that, we have uh, Red Hood. and This is kind of weird, too, because um, you know it's, it's obviously part of the Joker War collateral damage kind of tie-in, but obviously that's not where the Red Hood was based on you know the Chamber of All and all those storylines happening in the last issue. Um, so here we have an untold tale of the Red Hood just in time for the Joker War crossover, which I really appreciate, uh, by Lobdell, Scott Lobdell, Brett Booth on pencils, Danny Miki on inks, and uh, Arif Prianto on colors. Um, and I actually really like this. I don't know what it was like Brett Booth, but this issue I actually really enjoyed. Uh, interesting kind of story of the early days of Jason Todd, um, juxtaposed with uh, him fighting against Punchline and trying to save Duella Dent. Um, and then he ends up fighting against uh, Rick Grayson, who's been kind of corrupted um, as part of the Joker War. Uh, and now he's Dickie Boy Grayson. Um, so I thought this was really good. Unfortunately, like, not, not, nothing in this issue is going to be continued in the next issue, but I guess it will be continued in Nightwing 74. But uh, I really enjoyed this. This was a great issue, and yet yeah, it's just kind of a, a weird kind of... You know, it's not part of the ongoing storyline in Red Hood Outlaw at all, and so it's kind of clumsily interwoven into the narrative that it somehow happened before, I guess, what we've been recently reading in Red Hood Outlaw. So I don't know if the, time, the timeline's never really going to jive there, but they needed to do a story that had read Red Hood to, you know, in Gotham for the Joker War, and I guess that's the only way they could figure out to do it. There's only two issues left on the current run uh, before um, uh, Scallop Bell leaves, so, you know, it probably won't end up mattering that much. Uh, next up, we have Flash number 760, um, which I'm enjoying because, you know, it feels like we're getting back to kind of classic old school um, Flash stuff um, in terms of the overall storytelling. Um, I'm trying to think, who did the art here? We had Scott Collins doing, uh, I think he did one, two, three, four, five pages. Basically, the I guess the Speed Force pages are the pages where uh, Barry was uh, talking to um, uh, Maxwell Lord. And um, and Jesse Quick, and then you had Christian Duce doing pages two to six, nine to twelve, uh, fourteen and sixteen to twenty, with Joshua Williamson writing it. Um, what's interesting about this, especially to me, is that it's trying to make sense of the fact that continuity is such an effing mess. Uh, the New Fifty Two stuff, the the Flashpoint stuff, and but I did enjoy this. Uh, Zoom's taken over Barry's body, but Barry's mind is trying to fight back. Um, yeah, I am really enjoying this whole storyline. I'm excited to see where they go with it um, as we get closer to the finish line. But this is a finish line part two, and so far I really, really dug it. Next up, we have Wonder Woman. This is issue 761. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of on and off with Wonder Woman, but I'm definitely enjoying this current storyline, um, which kind of brings Maxwell Lord back. Though I'm not sure if we really know who Maxwell Lord really even is in this, in this world, because uh, everything kind of feels different, but... 
Um, I, I enjoyed this. This is by Mariko Tamaki, uh, with artwork by Carlo Barberi, with Matt Santorelli on inks, and Alejandro Sanchez on colors, and Pat Brousseau, or Brasso on letters. Um, so this is kind of an interesting story about how Wonder Woman has been infected um, with this, I guess, technology that's kind of making her see things that aren't really there. Um, and she's trying to figure out, as she's trying to figure this out, uh, someone who has access to nuclear codes has also been infected, so they're trying to figure out a way to stop it. Um, really enjoyed the art. The conclusion is definitely something I didn't see coming. Uh, it was a surprise kind of twist at the end and uh, an enjoyable issue all the way through excited to kind of see where they go from this and if there's going to be more fallout between maxwell lord and wonder woman last but not least we have x-men number 11 uh which is ostensibly a part of a, a tie-in to empire um and i guess it is um but it's not part of the empire x-men no 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 um and it's part of the path of sora of ten swords um i really dug this i, I don't really get the beginning of it as much because i don't really know I don't, don't even know who that character was. <laughs> um, but it was an interesting issue about Magneto. Um, putting a little bit more of the focus on him, you have Exodus telling a story to the children, and you have Magneto having, you know, putting on the, the classic reds and going up against the Katari as they try to um, uh, you know, attack and, uh, what's the word, invade uh, Krakoa. And it's all about the fight back. Um, so what Magneto is willing to do to do that um, and showing that you know he's a, he's a mutant. He's part of the uh, you know the mutant revolution. He's part of Kokoa. Um, I actually thought it was really good. It was by Jonathan Hickman and Lionel Francis Yu. It's um, a, a good character study, but there's not a lot of a lot of plot progression per se. Um, but it tells a lot about who Magneto is at this point, and that he's kind of world weary and, and tired, and um, you know, and that that everything kind of weighs on him, and it feels like there's so much more weight here on Magneto than we've seen anywhere else. But I thought that was really impactful uh, and interesting. Um, next week, uh, some of the releases that I hopefully will be talking about include Batman: Deceased Dead Planet. Um, Let's see what else. Justice League, Shazam, Strange Adventures. Um, let's see. The Terrifics, Young Justice. Uh, what else is coming out next week? Or has already come out, actually. But uh, for me, still in the future, uh, far, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Black Widow, Cable, Empire uh, has its last issue. Fantastic Four, Gardens of the Galaxy. There's a Marvel Tales for Captain Britain. There's Marvel Zombies Resurrection. Marvel's Morales, Spider-Man, New Mutants, Swordmaster, and Wolverine. So uh, those will come out on the uh, 2nd of September, which I will hopefully be talking about on the 7th or 8th. So it's not too late. Um, our next episode will be uh, a really exciting one. It's uh, Corey Settlement. Uh, who works in the collections department at Marvel, amongst many other things he does do, uh, other hats he, jugg- he um, is able to juggle. He will be on the show to talk more about the Marvel Masterworks and the intri- inner intricacies of the collections at, collections departments at Marvel. Uh, if you want to email me, you can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Write the show on, uh, sorry, rate the sh- show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.